I want you to have an expectation today. I want you to have an expectation today that the Lord will meet you at the point of your need. Say,
There is grace for breakthrough. There is grace for breakthrough. There is grace for financial breakthrough. There is grace. There is grace for honor in the name of the Lord Jesus.
streets right now. Let me rise up for Sit 
somebody give a mighty clap of it and make a wonderful noise unto the name of the Lord. Oh, somebody make a wonderful noise unto the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And into we no quarrel for Hallelujah, say, I'm putting in 
We'll sing MHB 80 even as we prepare to take the Bible readings. Thee will I praise with all my heart and tell mankind how good thou art, how marvelous thy works of grace. Thy name I will in songs record, and joy and glory in my Lord extolled above all thanks and praise. Amen. The first Bible reading.
second Bible.
Talk to God right now. Ten seconds more. Ten seconds more. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Eternal Father, we thank you for this morning and for the privilege you've given to us to come under your feet. For indeed you said to Martha that Martha, you are worried about too many things. She says, but Mary has chosen that one thing that is needful. And it was because Mary had made a decision to sit at your feet and to hear from you. This morning, we make that decision to do that one thing that is needful, which is to sit at the feet of the master and to listen to his wisdom and his counsel. Father, your children are here. Our ears are open to hear. Our hearts are open to receive. Our minds are open to perceive. Speak to us. Speak to us. Speak to us. In the name of your Holy Son, Jesus. Amen. It's a good time to clap for Jesus. Amen. Well, I thank God for the opportunity to be here and uh, for the privilege to be able to share the word of God with you today. Amen. I want to thank God for the, our, the set man of the house, the minister in charge, the one and only right Reverend Van Dyke. Uh, is it? Very Reverend Van Dyke. Okay. Right Reverend. Right Reverend is which one? Bishop. Okay. But we don't have a left reverend. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. So very Reverend Van Dyke, thank you so very much for the privilege to be here. Reverend Edmond, thank you so very much for accepting me to be here. And all the leadership of the church. Medamwasi. Amen. That you have believed in this small boy that God has called and has given him the opportunity on a great day like this to share the word of God with you. Amen. Amen. Today I want us to pick up a quick reading from 1 Chronicles chapter 21. 1 Chronicles chapter number 21. 1 Chronicles chapter number 21. Because of time, I will not be able to read all that I want to read, but we'll be jumping them, but we'll pick up the salient points as the Lord will lead us. First Chronicles 21, I read from the verse number one. I prefer the King James Version of the Bible. And Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David. And did what? Look to somebody and ask him, is Satan provoking you? Amen. If, if David could be provoked, you too, you can be provoked. Amen. Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. Now understand this. Satan did not stand up against David. Satan stood up against the nation. And when Satan stood up against the nation, in order to destroy the nation, he provokes the leadership of the nation. Anytime the enemy wants to destroy a nation, he provokes the leadership of the nation to go against what God has said.
And when the leadership go against what God has said, understand that they are doing that in their capacity as leaders of the nation. They are not doing that as individuals. I hope you understand me, somebody. So as they begin to go against the word of God, then the anger of God is kindled against the nation. Can we say a short word of prayer for our leaders? Because according to the scripture, if Satan wants to destroy Ghana, he will provoke our, poli our politicians. And already anybody who has got some spiritual understanding and insight, you can perceive some provocations in the atmosphere. Not too long ago, all these plenty issues going up and down, up and down, LGBTQABCD, all the letters. It's a provocation. I say it is a, it's a provocation. When Satan wants to destroy a nation, he provokes the leaders of the nation. When the leaders of the nation yield to that provocation, judgment falls on the nation. So Bible says that in this particular case, David decided that I am going to number all the men in Israel. God didn't have a problem per se with doing a census in Israel. God didn't have a problem with that. Amen. The challenge that God had with this particular exercise was that the confidence of David was being shifted from the omnipotent hand of God and the confidence of David was now going to reside in the number of fighting men that he had in Israel. But over and over again, scripture has told us that the arm of flesh will fail. Amen. For this God can save either by many or by few. God does not need an army of 50,000 to win a battle. No. 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 One with God, they say, is a majority. Just one willing man is enough. So the moment David said, go and count the fighting men, it was because David's confidence was shifting into the arm of flesh. God said, you are making a mistake. Don't go there. God, Satan is provoking you. Satan is provoking him. Unfortunately, Joab, who was the captain of David's army, rose up and said, Master, don't do this. If you do this, you will bring trouble upon the nation. But according to the scripture, Bible says that nevertheless, nevertheless, the word of David prevailed against the word of Joab. I mean, verse 4. Nevertheless, the king's word prevailed against Joab. Wherefore, Joab departed and went throughout all Israel and came to Jerusalem. Verse 7. And God was displeased with this thing. Therefore, he smote Israel. God was displeased. Satan has stood up against the nation in order to get the nation he provokes the leadership of the nation. The leadership of the nation go against the word of God. God is displeased and the anger of God is released against the nation. Are we together? That is why it is important to always pray for our leaders. No, I'm telling you. If we fail to pray for our leaders, we are the people who suffer for it. And I'll show you in the scriptures. 
are the people because you see whether you like it or not he represents you are you understanding me anywhere president Akufuado goes he represents all of us whether you are in this party or you are not in this party whether you like him or you don't like him amen whether you like his policies or you don't like his policies when he goes to UN and he goes to speak he speaks in his capacity as the president of Ghana you are being represented whether you voted for him or not am I talking to somebody and that is why it is important to pray for leaders pray for people in leadership because if a satanic provocation prevails against them the people that will suffer will not be the politicians it will be me and you are we still together are we here oh I can't hear your amen oh. hallelujah the thing that he did it displeased God therefore he smote Israel verse 9 the Lord spake unto God David's seer saying go and tell David saying that says the Lord I offer thee three things choose the one that I may do it unto you so God came to David and said unto him that says the Lord choose thee either three years of famine or three months to be destroyed before your foes while the sword of your enemies overtake thee or three days the sword of the Lord even the pestilence in the land and the angel of the Lord destroying throughout all the coast of Israel now therefore advise yourself advise advise thyself what word I shall bring again to him that sent me and David said unto God I'm in a great street let me fall now into the hand of the Lord for very great eyes mercies but let me not fall into the hand of man David Frimpong God was angry. God was angry that you, this small boy, you were following a few sheep, your father's few sheep, three and a half sheep, and I called you from being a shepherd over sheep, and I made you like a captain over my inheritance. Today, you have moved your confidence from me into men. When you met Goliath on that day, you picked up five stones. Only one did the job. Because when you threw the stone, I gave that stone GPS direction. And it went to hit Goliath in the only place that there was a weakness in his armor. And I gave you victory. How come today you have shifted your strength to the armor flesh? God was angry. David, this thing you have done, I give you three options. Choose one. Number one, you are going to face three years of farming. Or three months, your enemies will chase you, beat you, kill you, and deal with you anyhow. Or three days, I, the Lord myself, I will release pestilence in the land. And the angel of the Lord will come destroy through the land of Israel advise yourself 
so David advised himself and he said that as for Nipaze, Nipaze doesn't do much. Let me not fall into the hands of men. Let me fall into the hands of God. Because as for God, very great are his mercies. Hallelujah. So David made a choice. Told the choice to God. God reported it to headquarters. Headquarters started execution. Execution day one. They said three days. Day one. Somebody said day one. Oh, I didn't even say day one. Yadabadose, <laughs> verse 14. And the Lord sent pestilence upon Israel. And there fell of Israel 70,000 men. This is day one. From 6 a.m. to 12 noon. The day is not over yet. How many men are dead? Talk to me. How many men are dead? 70,000. But you know that when pestilence comes into a land, the people who suffer most, they are women and children. Oh, yes. Anytime there is trouble in a land, the people who suffer most are women and children. So if the men who died were 70,000, I, 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 I can suggest that maybe the women who died were about 100,000. If you assume that out of the women who died, eh, every four, one had a child, then it means that 25,000 children too had died. When you put it all together, 70,000 plus 100,000 plus 25,000, it means that from Anapa, 6 a.m. to 12 noon, 195,000 people are dead. This is day one. This is day one. 195,000 are dead. And the angel hasn't finished at all. But something happened. And that is what I want to avert your mind to. Amen. Something happened. Something happened. And God, verse 15, and God sent an angel into Jerusalem to destroy it. And as he was destroying, the Lord beheld the Lord what? Oh, talk to me. The Lord what? The Lord beheld and repented him of the evil and said to the angel that destroyed, It is enough. Stand now, thy hand. And the angel of the Lord stood by the threshing floor of Onan the Jebusite. The angel was destroyed in Jerusalem, got somewhere. Bible says, and the Lord beheld. What did God see? What was it that God saw that made him repent for the destruction he had released in the land? The Lord beheld and he repented him of the evil and said to the angel, the angel is about to receive another instruction. Amen. The Lord said to the angel, it is enough. It is enough. It is enough. And today I'm asking, what was it that God saw? What was it that terminated judgment premature? What was it that did not allow God to continue the destruction? What interrupted the judgment of God? What did God see? 
what did God see? We are not told specifically, but we will see it by revelation. Are you with me, somebody? Are you with me, somebody? Verse 18. Verse 18. Then the angel of the Lord commanded God, who was a prophet or the seer, to say to David that David should go up and set up an altar unto the Lord in the threshing floor of Onan the Jebusite. Why there? Why there? And David went up at the saying of God, which he spake in the name of the Lord. And Onan turned back and saw the angel and his four sons with him and hid himself. Now Onan was threshing wheat. 22, then David said to Onan, grant me the place of the threshing floor that I may build an altar therein unto the Lord. Thou shalt grant it to me for the full price that the plague may be stayed from the people. Now, the plague has been paused, but to ensure that it is stayed completely, I need to do something. I need to raise an altar because something has made the law to pause. I need to follow the pattern of that which has caused heaven to pause so that what heaven has paused on can be stayed permanently. Now listen to me. It will be clear in just a moment. So that the plague may be stayed from the people. 24. And King David said to Onan, Nay, I will verily buy it for the full price, for I will not take that which is thine for the Lord, nor offer burnt offerings without cost. So David gave to Onan for the place 600 shekels of gold by weight. So for conversion. And David built there an altar unto the Lord and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings and called upon the name of the Lord and he answered him from heaven by fire upon the altar of burnt offering and the Lord commanded the angel and the Lord commanded the angel and the Lord commanded the angel what did the Lord command the angel to do? And the Lord commanded the angel, and he put his sword again into the sheet thereof. Are you with me, somebody? Oh, Jesus. And at the time when David saw that the Lord had answered him in the threshing floor of Onan the Jebusite, then he sacrificed there. Amen. Then he sacrificed it. Oh, it's okay. So Reverend Fianco has conveniently converted 600 circles of gold by weight. According to what he showed me, it is what? 120,000 dollars. Wow. 
Now let's go deeper. Tell somebody, let's go deeper. Oh, I didn't hear. I said, tell somebody, let's go deeper. So far, we've just been reading the story. Now let's go beyond the story into the revelation. And let's see what is really happening in the realm of the spirit. Amen. Now, God is a God of pattern. Say, a God of pattern. I didn't hear. Say, a God of pattern. The reason why God is a God of pattern is because pattern ensure consistency. Amen. God needs to be consistent from generation to generation. So God follows patterns. And God gives man or teaches man patterns to follow. And when the man follows the pattern, the glory of God is released because what he has done is consistent with the heavenly pattern. Am I talking to somebody? So, Bible makes us to understand that one day, God told Moses to construct a tabernacle. Amen. And when God told Moses to construct a tabernacle, he said, you will construct the tabernacle according to the pattern I have shown you. There is a certain heavenly pattern. If you can follow that pattern and replicate that pattern, then my presence in the heavenly realm will also be replicated in the earth realm. Because when I look at what is in heaven and I look at what is in the earth, it is the same thing. I'm not talking to somebody. And so when a pattern is established, the presence of God is invited. Are you with me, somebody? Bible says that, and the Lord beheld. What did God behold? What did God behold? Turn your Bibles with me and let me show you a scripture from the book of Revelations that will begin to make things clearer to you. Revelation chapter 13 and the verse number 8. Bible says that, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So according to Revelation chapter 13 and the verse number 8, the Lamb of God was slain from the foundation of the world. Are you with me? Are you with me? I can't hear you. Oh, you have gone home. Are you still here? Yes. Give me an amen. Let me know you are still in church. Thank you. According to Revelation 13, 8, the Lamb of God, he was slain from the foundations of the, of the world. So there is a heavenly pattern that has already been done. That heavenly pattern must be replicated on earth. So that the Lamb of God who was slain from the foundations of the world will actually have to be slain on earth according to the heavenly pattern so that the message of God can be released towards men. Are you with me somebody? Now, this was the heavenly pattern. Somebody said this is the heavenly pattern. I didn't hear. Say this is the heavenly pattern. Say it again. This is the heavenly pattern. Then in Genesis chapter 22 and the verse number 2 God appears to a certain man called Abraham and he says, Abraham, there is a certain heavenly pattern I want you to replicate on it. So take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah. Everybody say the land of Moriah. 
up to me, say the land of Moriah. I didn't hear say the land of Moriah. When you get there, offer him there as a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. Now keep the land of Moriah in your mind. Because according to the heavenly pattern, the Lamb of God has already been slain. Okay, physically at that time, he had not been slain. But in the realm of the spirit, the place where he had been slain had already been designated by God. It was the same place that God now directs Abraham that go to that same place and exact or enact the pattern in that same place. Are you with me, somebody? Now, it is called the land of Moriah. Are you with me? Now, go with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 3, verse 1. 2 Chronicles chapter 3, verse 1. I'm racing against time. Then Solomon began to build. What was he building? The house of the Lord at Jerusalem. Where? Talk to me. Where? No, no, no. I can't hear. Where? In the Mount Moriah. Why did Solomon decide to build there? Bible says that that was where the Lord appeared unto David his father in the place that David had prepared in the threshing floor of Onan the Jebusite. I'll give you 30 seconds for you to sink in. 30 seconds. Are we together? Are we together? Okay, now let's, let's do the linkages. Let's do the linkages. A heavenly pattern has been created. Am I okay? I hope you can hear me. A heavenly pattern has been created. God wants to honor the heavenly pattern on earth. He tells a man called Abraham, go and do something. He gives him a specific location in the Mount of Moriah. Many years later, destruction has reached the land of Israel. The angel is destroying all through the land of Jerusalem. Whilst the angel is destroying, Bible says that he reaches a place and God be. destroying why did he stop because the angel had gotten to the threshing floor of owner the Jebusite in the mountain of Moriah there was a sacrifice or an altar had been raised there the angel could not continue destruction because an altar was interrupting the judgment of God an altar raised many years ago by Abraham in the same place so destruction is happening but when destruction gets there the angel has to wait and get further and better particulars because where i have reached even though i am an angel on assignment there is an altar that is restraining me from carrying out the assignment 
and it was the altar that Abraham had raised and it was not just any altar Abraham raised that altar according to the heavenly pattern because the Lamb of God was slain from the foundation of the world so in the same place when David realizes that ah the angel has paused what is going on why is the angel waiting why has destruction been suspended for how long will it be suspended then Bible says that the angel spoke to the prophet to go and tell the king that where this angel is standing there is a pattern that must be activated a pattern has been created here number one revelations has created a pattern where the lamb of God was slain from the foundations of the earth and there's an Abrahamic pattern where Abraham has also slain his son in the same place I'm not talking to somebody if you want this judgment to stop follow the pattern tell somebody follow the pattern tell somebody follow the pattern because if you follow the pattern there'll be consistency in the results I'm not talking to somebody I said there'll be consistency in the so when the Lamb of God was slain, the destruction that should come upon mankind was cancelled, right? Talk to me, right? Talk to me, right? Good. In the same place, if, if, if David will also sacrifice, then the destruction that must come upon the land will also be, will be stopped. It's a pattern. It's a pattern. When Abraham, when, when Moses followed the pattern, in setting up the tabernacle, Bible says that when he finished, according to the pattern God has showed him, Bible says the moment he finished, the presence of God came into the temple. If you will do it according to the pattern, the glory of God will be revealed. Now we are told, according to Second Chronicles, that the same place, the same place that David bought from Onan the Jebusite and sacrificed it was the same place the temple of God was built and do you know that on the day the temple was dedicated somebody also made a thousand sacrifices unto the Lord and his name was called Solomon Bible said that when he made the sacrifice that night he was asleep God came to him and said Solo wake up there were people in Israel who were praying, Father, show yourself to me. Father, reveal yourself to me. Father, manifest your glory to me. They were praying that prayer. Somebody used a sacrifice. Somebody used a, somebody used a sacrifice. Because a sacrifice is also a higher form of prayer. Can I say it again? I say a sacrifice is a higher form of prayer. Prayer will get you to God, but a sacrifice will get God to you. Solomon didn't call God. He said, Radie, Radie, and I do ye, then wed you, then wed you, some bomb in summer, Radie, some one in my yam, Mammy, who knew my yam, Radie Pierre, Pierre, Pierre. He didn't pray that prayer. He sacrificed. Sacrifice is a higher form of prayer. And if he will sacrifice according to the pattern, God will respond. So when he sacrificed according to the pattern, God responded. Amen. Is it not amazing that in the same place where Abraham sacrificed Isaac is the same place 
that David is buying from Onan the Jebusite. It's the same place the temple is built. And it is the same place that the Lamb of God is slain. The same place. Tell somebody it's a pattern. Oh, I didn't hear tell somebody it's a pattern. I didn't hear tell somebody it's a pattern. In all of these places, an altar is raised. And today I'm asking Trinity Congregation, have you understood the pattern of altars? And have you raised an altar for your life and for your family? There are many altars in the Bible. The first altar that was, that was set up in the Bible, the first altar, was set up by a man called Noah. God did not ask him to raise an altar. He raised the altar by his own volition. Amen. By his own word, volition. God didn't tell Noah, Noah, go and raise an altar. No. Bible says Noah himself, you know, the last thing Noah built before the flood was an ark for the safety of his family. But the first thing Noah built after the destruction was an altar. After the destruction was an altar. I'm asking somebody, in the midst of COVID-19, have you built an altar? One over five million people have died. Have you raised an altar? Or you are still walking about and waiting for Pfizer-BioNTech jab? Or you are waiting for AstraZeneca? Or you are waiting for Johnson & Johnson? I don't know which of them you are waiting for. But if you and I will be frank to ourselves, I just heard yesterday on BBC that a new variant of the, of the virus has appeared. A new variant. And this one is called Omicron. Yeah, Omicron. And it, is, it has started, they've given it visa. It's traveling the whole world. Omicron. It started moving. We started with the first one. Then we got the second one. Then we're there. Then we got the Delta variant. Eh? And now we have the Omicron. When will it end? We don't know. Maybe next three months, Obojo version will come. I don't know. But the way the thing continues to mutate, we cannot tell when this is going to end. Amen. But when this thing started, some people sat somewhere in America and said that Africans, we will die like flies. How many of you remember that? But look at what God has done in Africa. No, 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 no. We are, all, we are living like there is no corona. This mask on your face is just because you are in church. You want to be prim and proper, that's all. Amen. Amen. I don't know you, but I assume that you just married. Am I correct? Uh -huh. I assume that you just married. But can you imagine marrying with a, a, with a mask? And Jesus said, I'm going to ask him, we need a crowd at that. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? Hear this. When the destruction came upon the land, and every human being died, and every animal died, and every living thing that was known was destroyed. When, when Noah came out of the ark, nobody had to advise Noah. Nobody. An angel didn't talk to him. A prophet didn't prophesy to him. Noah himself understood 
that when the Lord has delivered you from calamity, you raise an altar. You raise an, an altar. You had an accident and almost died. Somehow, God delivered you from the accident. Did you raise an altar? Did you raise an altar? Or you have taken it for granted? Do you know how many people used that same road and didn't make it? You have been going in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. And you have taken it for granted. No! No! When destruction comes knocking, there has to be something that can arrest destruction and tell destruction that not this family, not this house, not this place, because an altar will interrupt. An altar will interrupt. An altar will interrupt. Have you raised an altar unto the Lord? Have you? When Abraham raised that altar, he gave it a name. What was the name of Abraham's altar? Who knows it? Talk to me, talk to me. A good student of the Bible. Abraham, the altar that he raised on which he sacrificed his son Isaac, he gave it a name. It is the first altar that is given a name in the Bible. Who knows the name of that altar? In the Bible, various altars are given various names. It's not every altar that is given a name, but some altars are given names. Amen. But the first altar to be given a name was the altar that was raised by Abraham. Noah raised the first altar. He didn't call it any name. An animal's altar. And then Abraham raised an altar and he gave it a name. Who knows it? Yes. The Lord will. Oh, talk to me. The Lord will. I didn't hear you. The Lord will. Talk to me, somebody. The Lord will. Everybody say the Lord will provide. Everybody shouted, the Lord will provide. Which we, we, we properly call it Jehovah Jireh or Jehovah Jireh, depending on where you went to school. Amen. If you go to international school, say Jehovah Jireh. If you go to Sato, it's Jehovah Jireh. It's the same thing. Amen. Oh, I said amen. He called it Jehovah Jireh. international school for Nidos. Amen. What was the name of the altar? Talk to me. What was the name of the altar? Why did he call it that name? Because it was the altar on which God told him to give his very best. The most important thing in your life. Put it on that altar. And at the time, the most important thing in the life of Abraham was called Isaac. So when God gave the instruction in Genesis 22 verse 2, he says, Take now thy son, thy only son Isaac. If God didn't specify and just said, Take now thy son and go and sacrifice, I am sure Ishmael will be on the way. <laughs> <laughs> so God was specific. Take now thy son, thy only son, whom thou lovest. Whom thou 
lovers adiena wakuma pepano ni wakuma dopano this son you have waited to get from me you waited 25 years 25 years of fasting and praying 25 years of believing 25 years of trusting and after 25 years media kolani mao na media kolana mawewie afia kolana di 17 years me say fa kolano afani ko ba for the mami eish eish onyamibeni 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 but bible makes us to understand in the book of hebrews eh in the book of hebrews hebrews 11 when it talks about the the, the heroes of faith he mentions abraham and said about abraham that when abraham was asked to go and sacrifice his son he went knowing that even if he sacrificed his son god will raise him again from the dead so abraham received his son back from the dead in the same way when god also sacrificed his son he received his son back from the dead say it's a pattern oh come on talk to me talk somebody it's a pattern it's a pattern look at somebody and tell him your isaac will not go down and not come back say it again your isaac will not go down and not come back there is no isaac that will be sacrificed that will not come back to life that is why abraham called the jehovah jireh because in other words i have no fear in giving him because my faith informs me that if i give him he will come back how do i know that because there is a heavenly pattern and in the heavenly pattern when the son of man was slain from the foundations of the earth it took only three days he returned he rose again from the dead am i preaching to somebody am i preaching to somebody why has it taken you so long to raise an altar There was another altar in the Bible which was called Jehovah Shalom. Who raised that altar? Who can tell me? Somebody raised an altar in the Bible which was called Jehovah Shalom. Jehovah Shalom. That altar was raised on the instruction of God. Amen. Like I said, there are altars in the Bible. Some were done voluntarily. Some too were done by instruction. Noah was a voluntary altar. Abraham was an instructed altar. Gideon is the one who raised an altar and called it Jehovah Shalom. And God instructed Gideon that Gideon, you will go and break down your father's altar. And you will raise another altar in this place. And you will take the second bullock of your father and you will sacrifice him on that altar. It was by instruction. This morning, I am here under instruction by God to encourage Trinity congregation that in a season like this raise an altar unto the Lord. Raise an altar unto the Lord. I know some envelopes have been given to you and you have placed something and you are bringing it today. That's not what I'm talking about. I am under instruction to speak to some people to raise an altar. who God sent me to because I know that anytime it comes to sacrifice the number of the people in the church will reduce to seven 
even though we are plenty. Rebecca seven. Physically they'll be here. Spiritually they've gone home. But listen, there is nobody who raised an altar in the Bible, and their life ever remained the same. Nobody. I've told you it is a pattern. I said it is what. Talk to me. It is what. I didn't hear. I said it is what. And if you will follow the pattern, the results will be consistent. Are you understanding me? This chair, a certain mold was done. A mold be mold. Are you understanding me? Once they pour the iron ore in it and it sets, once they remove it, you will get the same thing all the time. The same thing all the time. It is a pattern. Consistent results. Today I am showing you the results from scripture. That when God gave his son, his only son, the most important thing to him, he didn't lose it. According to the pattern, it's returned to him. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. God gave one son. God gave his only begotten son. Today, God has reaped all of us as sons and daughters unto himself. It is a pattern. As it is said, as it is said, Abraham gave his son. He received his son back from the dead. It is a, it is a pattern. Today I came to show somebody this heavenly pattern as I was instructed by God. And I want somebody to follow this heavenly pattern. Bow down your heads for a short word of prayer. The first prayer I want you to pray is what we found in First, first Chronicles chapter 21 and the verse number 1. And that scripture says that Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David. When Satan stands up against families, the people Satan provokes are the heads of the families. He provokes men. Before you realize, men have started to misbehave. One of the reasons women cannot understand why is my husband like this? Many need to be there fine. But tell us, who can cook a fagged baby? Over there, say, Gabby, do quit, who could dig Gabby? And you cannot understand. No, 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 no. Satan is looking for the family. He's not looking for your husband per se. He's looking for the family. Satan was looking for Israel and he provoked David. When Satan is looking for your family, he will look for the people who represent the family and provoke them. And Joab said, why have you allowed yourself to become a cause of trespass unto Israel? And today I want you to pray that, Father, may I never be the reason why another curse starts in my bloodline. May I never be the reason. Haven't we suffered from enough cases? Brah, God has given you a beautiful wife. Why are you following that small girl in your office? Do you not know that it is Satan that is provoking you? Because Satan wants to destroy your family. And that by going that way, you are giving him opportunity. You, are, you become a cause of trespass to even generations yet unborn. Today I want you to lift up your voice and pray. Softly. I want you to pray and tell God, God, deliver me from being a cause of trespass 
to my family. David in tea, Kufrimpong, Kofasa Mobile, David Frimpong, or Kofasa Mobile Busianum, Ebefianum. This morning I want you to pray. No child of yours must face destruction because of your lifestyle or because of something you did. Nobody must come and face unnecessary judgment because some father gone, some father who is gone two decades ago was a cause of trespass. Are we not dealing with many things already? Not too long ago, I was at Achimota Forest praying with a young man and as the demons began to manifest through him, and we casted out the demons. When we finished, I interviewed him. He said, my great-great-grandfather, he was a chief in our, in our village. And some family was accused of wrongdoing. They protested their innocence. But my grandfather didn't listen. They dug a big pit, put the whole family in a pit, and buried them alive. And whilst they were burying them alive, they started releasing cases against him. Unfortunately, after they died, it was discovered that their innocence was true. And the cases are now following your children. Don't be a cause of trespass in your family. Everybody lift up your voice and pray. Everybody lift up your voice and pray. Oh, I can't hear the prayer. Lift up your voice and pray. I want to hear somebody pray that, Father, may I not be a cause of trespass. It will bring destruction to you. You know it. It's just that you have not been found out. But you know, says, if you are found out, you know it. Don't be a cause of trespass. 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 In the name of Jesus. Now look at me. Prayer number two. Just as some people can be a cause of trespass, some people too can be the cause of blessing. I'm not talking to somebody. Abraham was a cause of blessing. He had died and gone. But when destruction was following his descendants, the altar he raised interrupted the judgment. Somebody is a cause of blessing. Such that even when he is dead and gone, the blessing continues to work for his family. I want you to lift up your voice this morning. And I want you to pray and tell God, God, use me as a cause of blessing in my bloodline. Because of me, 10 generations from now, may my children be delivered. Two generations from now, five generations from now, because of what I will do today. Let destruction be withheld from my bloodline. I want to be the Abraham in my family. I want to be the Abraham in my family. Lift up your voice and talk to God. Everybody, lift up your voice and talk to God. Lift up your voice and talk to God. 
Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. No. God is looking for somebody. God is looking for somebody. In Trinity, God is looking for somebody. God is looking for somebody. Today, when you read the book of Galatians, it says that we are no longer cursed, but the blessing of Abraham has come unto us, the Gentiles, because of one man's obedience. Abraham, we benefited from it. Today, we benefit from the obedience of Abraham. Why can you not be that person? That because of your faithfulness to God, your children, your children's children, and even generations you may not know, will benefit from your faithfulness. May God raise you. May God raise you. May God raise you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you have 10 seconds more. 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 Talk to God. Talk to God. I refuse to be a cause of trespass. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse to follow in the errors of. I refuse to follow in the errors of my fathers. I refuse to do that. I refuse to do that. I want to be that person that will chart a new course. Chart a new course in my bloodline. I want to be that person. I want to be that person. I want to be that person. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone. Every breath, every moment I'm awake. Lord, I your way Lord I give you my heart I give you my soul just concentrate in the meeting oh I live for you hello every breath oh every morning Have your way in me, Lord, have your Can you rise to your feet? Lord, I give you, Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for Can you lift up your hands? 
Jesus, just as we are raising altars that will speak for us. Whilst I was in prayer, the Lord said, when you come today, there are some people that altars have been raised against them. There are people whose lives and destinies have been committed to some strange altars. And the Lord said, if you will trust me in that meeting, I will bring deliverance unto those people. I will bring deliverance unto those people. Too many times, I see people, anytime we come to an apex like this, withdraw from the flow. No, no. No. An altar may be speaking against you. And one day when there is time and God gives us the opportunity, I will come and teach on that. When an altar begins to speak against you, because every altar is empowered with a sacrifice. Every altar is empowered with a, with a sacrifice. And people have taken people to strange altars. And I've empowered that altar with sacrifices. Because every sacrifice has a voice. Blood speaks. I say blood what? Blood speaks. It doesn't matter which kind of blood it is. It speaks. Bible says that by faith we understand. That Abel gave a more excellent sacrifice. Hebrews 11 verse 4. And Bible says that by it, even though he is dead, he still speaks. He still speaks. Abel died about almost about 6,000 years ago. Bible says he still speaks. Because sacrifices speak. Somebody can make a sacrifice. I remember one day I was ministering somewhere and I was, there was a demon that manifested and we were casting out the demon. And the Lord said, this demon has been in the family for 300 years. 300 years. 300 years. Somebody in the bloodline many years before you were born committed the family to something strange. Hey! But this morning there is grace in this house for your liberty and for your deliverance. I don't know who I am talking to, but I want you to lift up your voice and pray one prayer. After that prayer, we will allow the Holy Ghost to move. After all, he is the reason why we came. Amen. We didn't come to meet Pastor Jeff. Who is Pastor Jeff? Where do we know him? But you want to lift up your voice and pray that, Father, any altar that is speaking against my life, speaking against my destiny, somebody has sacrificed somewhere. That 
and sacrifices have been invoked on strange authors and they are speaking against the lives and destinies of people this morning if you will join your faith with me I will believe God with you that deliverance will be yours this morning and that yoke will be broken over your life once and for all your right hand is lifted say Heavenly Father I didn't hear you say Heavenly Father say in the name of Jesus any altar that militates against my life that fights my destiny that fights my rising that fights my lifting that fights my life oh Lord as I lift up my voice in prayer and as I clap my hands let fire visit that altar let fire visit that altar let that altar be destroyed lift up your voice and pray somebody lift up your voice and pray somebody sister lift up your voice and pray they are calling your name somewhere they are invoking your name somewhere they are invoking your name somewhere they are speaking over your picture they are speaking over your id they are speaking over your cloth they are speaking over your shoe they are speaking over your hair they are invoking things against your life and your destiny if you can lift up your voice and pray there is power in god to reverse it there is power in god for your deliverance there is power in god for your liberty there is power We release fire. We send for fire. Any place where they call your name for evil, we send for fire. Any place where they call your name for destruction, we send for fire. Any place where they call your name, they invoke your name. They invoke the name of your company. They invoke the name of your children. They invoke the name of your ministry. And they invoke it for evil. I declare in the name of Jesus, may the fire of God respond. May the fire of God respond. For our God is a consuming fire. May fire respond. Thirty seconds more, thirty seconds more. You are pushing the prayer. You are pushing the prayer. Thirty seconds more. Thirty seconds more. Thirty seconds more. Ayada brata kalama negeteya. Isa brata lama negeteya. Azua dede menegetede managata. There is liberty in the house. There is liberty coming to somebody. There is liberty coming to somebody. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm not too bothered about what Satan does. 
I am more bothered about what you do not do. Because witches will be witches. Satan will be Satan. You to be a Christian. These signs shall follow them that believe. Don't you believe? How come these signs are not following you? You have been believing since. At least when we come, we say it, I believe in one God. The Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ. So we believe. But if these signs will follow those who believe, why are the signs not following us? So when witches are doing their witchcraft, you cannot begrudge them. Because if only you will also begin to do your Christianity well, you will silence them. Well, am I talking to somebody? I say, you do what? You will silence them. Sister, if the enemy has become too powerful in your area, you have permitted him. Oh yeah, you have permitted the enemy. You have permitted the enemy. How many of you have seen that video making rounds? There is some video that captured some witch or some. How many of you have seen that thing? Mm -hmm. I believe that video God allowed it to be captured so that Christians will wake up. Oh yeah, Christians will wake up. How many times will the destinies of people be altered? by the powers of witchcraft when we have the power of God and we don't use it the witch disappeared into the house and went to take a baby and came to do something into a one man colony correct baby are fine I've over here now colony started to say oh yeah baby else destinies can be altered oh yeah the enemy can do things but I'm not interested in what the enemy is doing why are you not doing what Christians must do? Why can't we find you in the place of prayer? Why have you become an easy target for the enemy? You will have rest on every side. I'm telling you. All these challenges you are facing, it is just pointing to the fact that your prayer level is too low. It's too low. Because a dare do a certain level, everybody will stay away. Everybody will stay away. Even fire service, at a certain point, they say this fire is unquenchable. They have to leave it to burn out. Yeah. So if you are seeing all of these things happening to you, it's simply because the fire in your life is shadowed, brah. It's shadowed. Baby, I will person work on there is a price to pay to sit at the gate if you want to be at the place where decisions are made there is a price to pay there is a price to pay but you cannot sacrifice human beings neither can you sacrifice your children am I talking to somebody like the way others are doing to occupy powerful positions in the nation you cannot do that but you too, you can give yourself to prayer. You can give yourself to opportunities like this to sacrifice unto God. And it will reap a benefit for your life. Everybody lift up your two hands. Whilst I was in prayer, the Lord showed something to me. I saw people who were bound with chains from their feet 
all the way up. And I saw that as the service was progressing, in a moment like this, the power of God came upon people. And I saw that the chains were being taken off their lives. This morning, in this atmosphere of faith, I declare in the name of Jesus, your hands are lifted, your eyes are closed. It's not a time for spectating. You are connecting by the Spirit. Anybody under the sound of my voice who has been bound in any strange place, physically you are here, but spiritually your destiny has been bound somewhere. Your glory has been interdicted somewhere. Your next level has been quarantined somewhere. Ah, look at what the Lord is showing. I see an angel enter a camp. I see an angel. Enter a camp. Enter a camp. And I see that people have been imprisoned in the camp. And the Lord is ministering to me that I am bringing their deliverance. I am bringing their deliverance. I am bringing their deliverance. I command deliverance to break forth right now. Wherever you have been bound, I command them to lose you now. I command your, them to lose you now. I declare your liberty in the house this morning. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, in any place where men and women in Trinity congregation have been kept captive in any way or in any place, today, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I speak your deliverance. I speak your deliverance. I command the chains to break. I command the chains to break. I command the chains to break. Break now. 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 Break. I speak liberty. 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 Speak liberty in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, lift up your hands to Jesus. Say, Lord God Almighty, say it like you mean it, Heavenly Father. Anywhere my destiny has been incarcerated, set it free now. Set it free now. Set it free now. Lift up your voice and just pray for two minutes, everybody. Lift up your voice and pray for two minutes. Lift up your voice. Pray for two minutes. 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 I have that brother to get Lift up your voice and pray. 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 They said, as for you, you can go to school. 
but they won't let you marry. They said, as for you, you can have corporate success, but you never have children. I don't know whatever declaration they made about your life. But as you are praying right now, may every declaration against your life, any ordinance, any legislation, in the name of the Lord Jesus, be reversed over your life. Be reversed over your destiny. Be reversed now. Be reversed now. Be reversed now. Whatever they said about you in the secret place, whatever they said about you in the secret place, whatever they said about you in the secret place, Thirty seconds more. Are you praying, somebody? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want 12 people in this congregation to raise an altar on a day like this. On the day of the dedication of the temple, Solomon raised an altar. And he sacrificed 1,000. I want somebody to raise an altar. I'm going to call out two amounts as I feel led in my spirit. I'm looking for 12 people who so who raise an altar with a seed of a thousand dollars, not CDs, a thousand dollars. Nipa 12. Jehovah Jireh. A pattern has been created. I want to follow the pattern. But the pattern tells me that if I will slay my son, I will receive him back. That is what the pattern says. If I will slay my son, my son, my only son, it will not be a loss. Today, we follow the pattern from eternity. We follow the heavenly pattern. We follow the pattern that the father of faith, Abraham, followed. We follow the pattern that David followed, that Solomon followed. The men we preach about, the men who have gone into glory, we follow that pattern in the name of Jesus. Two groups of people I am calling. First group, I want you to raise an altar. And you will write on the on the envelope, Jehovah, Jireh. 
the Lord shall provide. I don't know what you are going to do with that 6,000 cities approximately. I don't know what you are going to do with it. But there is a God who provides that what you give to him, it doesn't die. It receives life and comes back to you. It is a pattern. If you are one of those 12 people, walk up to me and pick up an envelope from my hand. I want to raise an altar for myself and for my children. Let's do this quickly. Thank you, sir. Thank you. 12 people, please stand, don't go. Please stand, don't go. Thank you. Thank you. 12 people, you are one of them. Don't stand. Come. Don't wait and say, oh, I wanted to go, I wanted to go, I wanted to Okay, now manasso. No. When it comes to spiritual things, you press in. You press in. Make sure you are one of them. Thank you, sir. I'm waiting for you. Thank you, madam. I'm waiting for you. Let's do this quickly. In the month of May this year, the Lord told me, Jeff, raise an altar for your family. Raise an altar for your family. I said, which of the altars, after which one? He said, after the fashion of Gideon's altar. Jehovah Shalom. He said, I'm going to give you rest and peace on every side. It was an instruction I received from God. Me to this God, I've worked with him for a few years. I've seen his faithfulness too many times. Too many times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There are still five people who are seated or standing somewhere. Who should be part of this? Rise up and come. I'm waiting for you. Jehovah Jireh. The party says that if you sacrifice your son, God will raise him up. Except a grain of seed of wheat falls to the ground and died. It abides alone. But when it falls and dies, it will not return the same. Four more people. I'm waiting for you. Thank you, mommy. Four more people. Three more people. Three more people. They are in this congregation. I know the people God sent me to. They are here. They are here. Thank you, my lady. Two more people. Don't let this end and you are not part of it, please. Whilst you are standing, you can feel God speaking to your heart. You can feel it. You can feel it. You can feel it. God bless you, mommy. One more person. Who is that last person? Press into this quickly. Press into this quickly. A thousand dollars. Man of God, the Lord showed me a scripture. It shocked me. But see, Yariebi will reassi manipa bebre wasa Yarienu. He says, a man to whom God has given riches, wealth, and honor. He says, but God does not give him power to eat. And he says that a stranger 
takes it out of his hand. A stranger. And that stranger can be anything. Over to me, I have more than 6,000 messages. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It is a stranger that has taken the money. And you know, strangers, they don't negotiate. When you go to the hospital and they say your bill is 8,335.25, over to you, including that 0.25. There is one more person, that is why I'm standing here. One more person. I don't know who that person is. But the reason why Pastor Jeff is still standing here. You are raising an altar. I say you will write on the envelope, Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. The Lord will provide. The Lord will provide. Who is that last person? Everybody bow down your heads and pray for a second. That Father, release that last person. Everybody pray. Bow down your heads. So, Brother Jeff, do we have to pray for the person to be released? Yes. Because there is a certain contention. Because I see that there is an altar fighting somebody. And that altar will withhold you from coming for it. Because when you raise this altar, this altar will destroy that altar. God said to Gideon, Gideon, break down the old one and raise a new one. There is an altar that you are being delivered from. Thank you. Thank you. Lift up your hands. Can somebody help me? Jesus. 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 Father, I didn't speak my word in this house. You put this word in my mouth to speak to your people. The Bible declares that as you spoke forth your word, you brought healing and deliverance. I declare in the name of Jesus, whatever they said about you, wherever they said it, whatever was laid as a sacrifice, today, as you raise this altar, let it speak for you. Let it speak for you. Let it speak for you. And if God is God, let your deliverance be total. In the name of Jesus, at the count of seven, Father, visit your daughter. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. In the name of Jesus, receive your liberty. There is a battle going on somewhere on your behalf. There is a battle going on somewhere on your behalf. Don't pray, just clap your hand. Don't pray, just clap your hand. That's all. There is a battle going on somewhere on behalf of this lady. Kayana Madoso. Kafala Made Tabratas. Ten seconds more. Ten seconds more. I see altars breaking. I see altars rent into pieces. And I hear in my spirit. 
never again. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Never again. Listen, you can let us sit down, it's okay. Just for everybody who has picked an envelope from my hand. This altar you are raising in your house. I said you write on the envelope, Jehovah Child. There is a God who provides. Oh, there is. Oh, there is. There is a God who provides. And you see, God has got many names. But at certain point in time, he reveals a certain name of himself. Because when he reveals that name, it is that dimension of himself that is making known unto man. From today, may the provision of God never be far from your house. Never be far. Never be far. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as we are ending this month, I pray in Jesus' name, as the year comes to an end, Father, I invoke the spiritual pattern over their lives. The pattern says that if they will give their best, it will not die. Abraham received Isaac back. You also received Jesus back. In the same way, may every one of them receive the sacrifice back. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together. And running over. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. I'm looking for 21 people who saw a seed of a thousand Ghana cities. 21 people. But say, man of God, Jehovah Jireh, I believe in the God who provides. Why did Abraham call it Jehovah Jireh? Because somebody if God didn't provide, it will mean that he will never have a son again. But today, may no better bet, that if you will take this bold step and raise this altar for yourself and for your family, you will never lose this seed. But this altar, it will speak for you. Oh, it will speak for you. It will speak for you. 21 people, if you are one of them, come to me in a season like this. You don't want to be the last person to get here. 21 people. 21.
seven more people are seated. Seven more people are seated. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Five more people. Five more people. Thank you. Four more people. Three more people. Three more people. We are not giving because we are the richest people in this church. No. That is not our motivation. I mean, I want to give, but I don't want anybody to say how much I'm giving. No Bible says that when you are giving, your left hand shouldn't give. So what the right hand is, is going to do. That is true. It is true when you are giving alms. That instruction is for giving of alms. Am I talking to somebody? I said that instruction is for giving of alms. That is why in the Bible, when people give to support ministry, it is written, it is noted that this person gave this. When we are giving arms, say ye buenipa, and none are yen can say yen can jurobi mo binti say set no shenomena metomano. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. How many people am I left with? Three people. Can you kindly shift? I want to see. I still want, I want to minister to my congregation. Because whilst we are standing here, God is still ministering to people. God is ministering to people. Three more people, they are here. They came to church today. I'm not talking about those who didn't come to church. Those three, they are here. Three more people. God said they should raise an altar in their house. There are things that are speaking against your destiny. You have been overlooked for promotion, not once. Bruh, don't sit down. Don't sit down. Get up and come. It's not about the money. It's not about the money. By the grace of God, I've been a pastor. I've been in ministry for 25 years by the grace of God. And I say it to the glory of God and nobody will deny me this glory because in 25 years of ministry, I have never taken a salary before in 25 years. Never. Not once. Not once. Because one day, I heard Archbishop Benzinda Hosa ask a question. He says, when you come into ministry, do you want to be on salary or you want to be on income? I said, which one? What's the difference? He says, income, salary is the one that they write down and they send to your account every month. Income is the one you say that, Father, supply my needs. I decided that I like the income. Amen. Because salary needs a, a static. And I'm a boy. Said, 2000, 2000 to me. But income needs a mamani and kopon kwan say. So sometimes somebody can call me and say, Pastor Jeff, the Lord is just laying on my heart to bless you. I said, yes, it's called income. It's called income. Amen. I have got 
captain by 21 people. But not even me and Sabi Yasori Aba. I don't know what convinced you to sit down. I want to give you another opportunity. Those three people, get up and come. Get up and come. You were almost coming and oh, I said, you'll be sorry, continue. Three people. Sorry, Nabra. You are raising an altar. You are raising an altar. We are following heavenly patterns. We are following heavenly patterns. Put on the screen Hebrews chapter 8 for me. Pastor Jeff, why do we have to raise an altar? Has not the altar of God been raised already? And the eternal sacrifice placed on that altar? Yes. Our altar is on the Mount of Moriah. Specifically in a place which is called Golgotha. Where the sinless son of God died for sinful men. How many of you remember that? Oh, you remember that? That somebody died for you? Oh, talk to me. You remember that? Hallelujah. So that sacrifice has been done for all ages to come. But any time we do what we are doing, we are invoking that sacrifice and personalizing it for ourselves. That is why even though Jesus died for the whole world, it's not the whole world that will be saved. It is the people that will receive him as their Lord and personal Savior. They will be saved. People who will personalize what has been done. They are the people who will step into the next dimension. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your two hands to Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, you sent me to Trinity Congregation. I didn't come here because I was invited. Indeed, Reverend Van Dyke, when I was told I had to come here, I already, somebody had already sent an invitation for today, this morning. So I began to pray about the two of them. I said, where should I go? Should I go there or I should come here? The Lord says, go to Trinity. So very reverend invited me. But I didn't come here based on invitation. If God told me don't come, I won't come. I'm a servant of God. I move as the Spirit will move me. So I'd received a, an invitation from Pure Revival Ministries, just next to Mana Mission, Atesi. Said Pastor Jeff, come and be a blessing to us. And it's a good church, big church, mega church. But we don't go to where the churches are big. We don't go to where the members are plenty. We go where he sends us. That's where we go. We go where he sends us. Father, that they may know that we did not come here by our own volition, but that you sent us. Jehovah Jireh, 
the God that provides. This altar the race on a day like this. Let it be acceptable in your sight. May this seed speak for you. Speak for your children. Speak for generations yet unborn. In the name of Jesus. May you know that the word of God in our mouth is true. And that God did not send us here to lie to you. May you know. 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 That it's not by might. It's not by might. It's not by might. It's not by might. I hear in my spirit, I will let you know. I will let you know. Many have lied to you. But that you will know that the word of God is true. The Sunamite woman said unto Elijah, Do not lie to me, O man of God. Because sometimes there are people who lie to us. Leave it, leave it. Just like this. Says, just sit down small. Something is going on. There's a work going on around you. Just stay with her. Just stay with her. Just stay with her. There is a work going on around you. Many people have lied. And sometimes I can understand people's hesitancy. Because in Tronados, even from the pulpit, in Tronados, in Tronados, but that you will know that I came here under instruction. May God give you a visitation. May God give you a visitation. May God give you a visitation that will cause you to know that truly Jehovah Jireh, the Lord provides in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I want everybody else who is in this building, I want you to say that man of God on a day like this and in a season like this, I want to sow a seed of 200 cities or 100 cities, any of these two. Please walk up to me. Let me kindly give you an envelope. Let me kindly give you an envelope. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. You may please be seated once I give you the envelope. There is a God who provides. There is a God. Can I get more of the white envelopes? quickly. Let's do this quickly. Yes, now Very softly. Yes,
here I taught you something I don't know whether you have forgotten but let me remind you that there are three things that are important if you want to get a good harvest three things are important the first is the quality of the seed the second is the ground in which you plant the seed and the third is the season in which you plant the seed. The quality of the seed is what you have. You, you, you have the quality of the seed. The place you are sowing the seed is Trinity. I don't need anybody to tell you that this church, God is here. If you didn't believe God is here, you will not be coming to church here. You'd have been going to church somewhere else. But you come here because you believe God is here. But I want to talk about the third thing, which is the season. Say the season. Say the season. Because there's a certain season in which if you sow a seed, you don't get maximum returns. And there is a season too in which if you sow a seed, you get maximum returns. I ask people to sow a seed of 200 or 100 seeds. I expect everybody to take advantage of the season. From September, we launched something, right? And we said that today we are doing the collections of what we have launched. It is a certain season, a season of connecting into the latter reign of God. When you read the Bible, you see what we call the former reign and the, and the latter reign. There is a latter reign that you must connect to. And it's just a step of faith. 100 cities can't change anything. Nobody can buy the grace of God, of God with money. But like I say always, 
you can provoke the grace of God with your sacrifice. One day, one day, one day, one day when God gives us the opportunity, I will come and teach you that anytime we give to God, whatever we give to God, there are two values. We have the monetary value, that is what we talk about. 100 cities, 200 cities, 300 cities. That is monetary value. God is not interested in that. There is another value to every sacrifice. It is called the faith value. Say the faith value. Talk to me, say the faith value. Because without faith, it is impossible to what? Please God. So when you are giving, you see, if somebody has got 100,000 Ghana cities and he gives 100 cities, and somebody too has got 110 cities, that's all he has, and he also gives 100 cities, the, 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 the monetary value is the same, but the faith value is not the same. That is why Jesus observed an offering one day. And Bible says the rich cast him much. And the poor woman just put in two mites, which make a father. All she had to live on. And Jesus said, this woman has cast in more than these ones. Where my 10,000, where my 100 cities? We see where 100 cities, no. So far as God is concerned, the faith value here is higher than that one. I am still on my 100 cities. I believe that there are some people who can still do 100 cities. You are just connecting to the season. Amen. Amen. So I want you to pick that envelope from my hand. I was preaching. In fact, I had gone somewhere to preach. And the people were kind enough to bless me with 5,000 cities. And then I was standing there and preaching. And when I was preaching myself, the Lord said, the 5,000 they gave you, show it as a seed to me. I said, well, it's not a problem at all. This God, many nananti too many times. I've seen his faithfulness too many times. Anybody who argues with God about money, you don't know God. One day when I come out, teach you from the Bible. Never. 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 There are still some people who must pick a seed of a hundred cities for my hand. You are one of them. Please come. Let's do this quickly. I would have closed the meeting, but the Lord kept ministering to me that somebody's opportunity. Don't let it miss them. Don't let it miss them. God is faithful. Yesterday, somebody called me from Guyana. Guyana. A 17-year-old girl. Guyana. There are still about 12 more people who should be coming here. You are the reason why I'm still standing here. Pick up a seat. Your wife didn't come to church. Pick up one for her. Pick up one for your husband. This, this is the way we can help each other. Amen. 
I will sit under this grace and let this opportunity pass and my wife will not be part of it. No. Say we free you my passing. Back where we are This one, I can tell you, you should come and collect the envelope because this one is my area boy. Amen. And your area follows you. Amen. Now, I want to use this opportunity to I've been given the permission by by very reverend to receive the offerings that were distributed to us or what we pledged I don't know how you call it here. Faith pledge, okay. Faith pledge. Faith pledge. Thank you, mommy. Thank you, mommy. How come no young lady is doing this work and somebody's mother who is doing this work? And the young ladies are in this church. It's for the stewardess. She can be helped. So let some young girls help her. If you are in church and you do nothing, it's not good. Please, if your faith pledge is here, kindly rise. Kindly rise. Just stand wherever you are. I'll pray with you and then you come and just drop it. Just rise wherever you are with your faith pledge. Just rise wherever you are. A few weeks ago, I was privileged by God to come here. And some people picked an acceleration seed from my hand. I don't know if you have redeemed it. If you have not, I encourage you to do it. Amen. And everybody who picked an envelope from my hand, listen. There is a reason why eh, when God gives an instruction, it has to be done with dispatch. Because Satan has got your ear and he knows how to speak to you and to convince you that there are other things which are more important than that one. Oh, Nasasa, on a sign, you won't go on our ear, operation, 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 we went to our operation, the crowd, we bet you on the operation, so they're trying, 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 so if you have picked up an envelope from my hand today, don't wait for another one month. Within now and the next one week, if God has given you grace to redeem it, redeem it. Redeem it quickly. Redeem it quickly. Amen. Eternal Father, we honor you for the sacrifices of your people. 
this faith seed that you put in the hearts of your people to do on a day like this we receive them as your servants as you have mandated us by scripture to do I ask in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that as your people honor this faith pledge today you promise us in your word that anyone who will honor you you will honor them and anyone who will dishonor you you will lightly esteem them may the honor of God attend your life as you have honored God today in the name of Jesus Amen kindly drop your faith pledge to your faith pledge. Amen. Oh, I said amen. But if you picked up an envelope from my hand and you can redeem it now, do it now. Maybe you came to church with a thousand dollars. Do it now. I go to church always with my checkbook. I don't know what God will say. Amen. When God says it, I just respond. So maybe you picked an envelope of 100 CDs, 200 CDs. If you can redeem it now, please walk up to me and drop it in the bowl. I want to receive them quickly. Anybody like that? Anybody like that? If you picked up an envelope, you can redeem it now. Thank you. Thank you. Please come. Write on your envelope, Jehovah Jireh. Did you write on it, Jehovah Jireh? So just get a pen and write on it, Jehovah Jireh. Thank you. The Lord who provides. I'm waiting for somebody. Let's do this quickly. Thank you. God bless you.
people are also doing it through Momo. Amen. You can also do it through the Momo number on the screen. Amen. God bless you, sir. Amen. Thank you so very much, Trinity. It's been an honor being here. And I thank God so very much for your patience. There are some places that you don't find very patient people. God bless you, mommy. Amen. But thank you for being patient and allowing God to do what he wants to do today. Oh, mommy. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to bow down your heads. I want you to bow down your heads. I want you to bow down your heads. And I just want you to take a minute and thank God for the word he sent to you. When God loves people, he speaks to them. When God loves people, he speaks to them. Bible says he sent forth his word and he healed them and he delivered them from all their destruction. He sent forth his word and he healed them. If you sincerely believe God spoke to you today, I just want you to thank him. Let's show appreciation. Let's show appreciation to this God who has graciously spoken to us, ministered unto us his word. You are thanking him 10 seconds more, 5 seconds more, Lord we are grateful, Trinity is grateful, Trinity is grateful, we appreciate this visitation in the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. You lift up your right hand and shout, I am blessed seven times, two, three, four, Five. God bless you. Put your hands together for Jesus. What will we say to Reverend Jeffrey Creighton? Amen. And I encourage you, um, lunchtime prayer is on Facebook. Every day, actually, every day. So the lunchtime prayer is every day. 12 to 2. Uh, so when you go on break for lunch, yeah, you can join in. And then sometimes I have it on my, you know, it's open. If I'm not in a meeting, it's just open. And then you join in, just join to pray. Because sometimes we are so busy, you don't get the time to pray. Mm. Uh, lunch time prayer. It is lunch time. Uh, L-U-N-C-H-T-I-M-E Lunchtime Prayer on Facebook and on YouTube and it will be a great blessing. He has periods where he does night prayers. I think the Esther's fast is beginning or end? Beginning. Yeah, the first three days. The first three days of the month um, he does a three-day fast. Then they pray in the, in the, the prayer is in the afternoon and at night. So 12 to 2 uh, p.m. and then 12 to 2 a.m. Uh -huh. Team Bible. Hallelujah. 
So for God bless you. So we'll take announcements. Bands of marriage. I published the bands between Brother John Buafo of the Perez Chapel, Accra, a bachelor who is not married, and Sister Elizabeth Kukua Edu of Lakeside Estate Methodist Church, a spinster who is also not married. The two have consented to be joined together in matrimony. If anyone can show any just cause why they should not be joined in matrimony, let him or her duly inform the ministers, or else here and forever hold his or her peace. The second announcement. Our Kabo, Mika Tugwa, Unia John Buafo, Osmo Perez Chapel, Awan Kranha, Onya Chiraba Elizabeth Kukua Edu, Osum Lakeside Methodist Church. Benunaya agenda one kanum bo mu awor konkronim. So bi wa ha nyim sense o sense mo waka hon bo mo ya. O ma sofun nse onse da ma. Na aka wa na apado na ezempa bo atamulechi. Nka bo a otede biel. Crossover. From Wednesday 1st to Friday 3rd, the next crossover is taking place. The theme is the secret of contentment. The secret of contentment. And the speaker will be the very Reverend Emmanuel Kobina Ai, our superintendent minister. Please make time and be present. It will be a time of blessing. Next week, Sunday, is the first Sunday of December. It's communion service. But we want to see all the organizations in your uniform. We want to see all the organizations in your uniform and will employ those who register out there to earmark specific place for every organization so that we don't come scattered the organizations must be seated at one place for proper identification thank you Unity, Trinity, Trinity. But chance I have a offering no welfare for presentation on me. Unity, Trinity, Trinity, and Enra. Yeah, yeah, I throw a ha between a Yenia Bema and a Wedi, near sister Erica, Ewa, a Yefepa, and Unti. I'm sorry, 
Mijina Sarani welfare name. A ya, yes, sir, yes, shall moon crying. Yea, did shall moon crying. Oh, every primo, a sopa, and it's a best from Mr. and Mrs. Boydi. Now, a dear mamma, a dear chaddy, mamma, or Yamija, over Mrs. Unconcondium, amen. But your singing band, Biddy, and you am I adding your offering? And a offering here, normal Sunday offering, any project up you.
should be self praise. Our better singing, I'm bringing sister patience or click for your titty. Wow, brother Peter and see, Mensa, Mammy Sewa, who's up here. Is this Serafina Erajua Adobiado? Mr. and Mrs. Boedi, Brad Charles Willem, Wilhelm, and family. Vensato Amia, Sister Serafina Erajua Ado. And I'm Bacha, why do you want tight by so you can join us in front? So, Father, we thank you. We thank you for your goodness, for your grace. We thank you for those of us who, out of faithfulness to your word, have brought a tithe, a tenth of what you have given us. We say, Lord, let your name be glorified. And remember your people in providing, provide our needs, in supplying, supply for us, Lord, and cause the heavens above us to be open. In the name of the Lord Jesus, give us favor. Let men give unto our bosoms. And we thank you for our offerings, the many seeds and sacrifices we have raised today. Let your name be glorified. And Lord, let our seed flourish. Let it bud and abound. In the name of the Lord Jesus, give us a myriad of testimonies of your goodness towards us. And we join hands with Sister Pat, Brother Peter, Sister Mami Sewa, and Sister Serafina for the new year you have added to their years. Let this new year be full of grace, be full of fruitfulness. Let cause them to abound in every good work and draw them closer and closer to yourself. The Lord, you will work and live through them for your own glory. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for Mr. and Mrs. Boedi for their marriage. And we ask the Lord, let there be laughter in their house. Let there be joy in the name of the Lord Jesus. And deliver them from evil. Let there be warmth and cause them to be fruitful in all things. And we thank you for Brother Charles Wilhelm and his family for genuine mercies. Our safety is of you, Lord. Give your people safety in the air. Give us safety on the road. Give us safety on the railways. Give us safety on the bicycle paths and on the walkways. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, for our brother Vince Atuamia, for your grace over him, for helping him to successfully complete his BEC. Watch over his papers, oh God. The examiners, grant grace. Father, let them look upon his work with favor. In the name of the Lord Jesus, and Father, with him and all the others, let success come their way. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you for the new job you have given our sister Serafina. Father, we use her as a point of contact for everybody believing you, for a new opening, for a new door. Cause those doors to open. In the name of Jesus, and for our sister, oh God, cause her to shine in this new place. Let her be noticed for elevation, for promotion, and let your name be glorified. For these and many other things, Lord, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.
Trinity. 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 We welcome all church members and first time worshippers to today's service. Yes, and I did count here so my Mr. and Mrs. Bwedin Tina. Obaya, yes, sir, Pachos now, Nansu Kakana, your bomb pieamau. Send any died, count here so my Mr. and Mrs. Bwedin Tina, Obaya. Pachos, sorry, Nansu Kakana, your bomb pieamau. Pachos, bow in I shall be any baby outfit, any nanti out near so many. Service to a ye. Pacha Femi Evans Amo may meet it to my bassy say me a Jumawa East Lagoon, a bank, a college of education. Pacha, my bet nine to say me a bassoon. I'll join the corner later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Father, we thank you for our brother. Let him find fulfillment, fellowship, friendship, and love in this place. And Lord, meet him at the point of his need. Let him increase and abound in the name of Jesus. Cause him, oh God, he has joined us alone. Cause him to live in the many years ahead with abundance with increase, with manifold provision, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. So can you turn around and see the sister waving you? Just talk to her right now before you come back. Our liturgist for today has been Reverend Fianku and our preacher, Reverend Jeffrey Quayson. Reminders, payment of MDF levy. Yeah, I can say, yeah, that suits here, MDF levy, no. Nanka and MDF awareness day. Now, so, faith pledges need to know, yeah, no. Last man, but just a wound here, Fausi Kanema, or class leader, as a Sobia, Sia, Wangana cities every month. It's a bit me to more. But, uh, wound here, oh dear, now, but your Fausi Kama, class leader. Clap thousand. Yeah, I can say, Pastor Muri Dimi Club Thousand was Stewart's office. Club 50, yeah, I pledge you say, Ma Wesley Smart Kids, 50 Ghana CDs every month, and 50 Ghana and above every month. No, Pastor Sao pledge you, Fausikama, Sister Yabuatima Amwa, and our sister Elizabeth Dali. Weekly Bible lessons, Pastor Class Leader, Samun Siaya, Pastor Puan, sorry, Amufa Musikama, Mr. Ado. In your way, leaders were weekly Bible class, Vazoom, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Crossover Niti and Bible class now. So, yeah, Kaika will be asked, crossover never started 1st December, Wednesday, 1st December to Friday, 3rd December. And I, Kaika, who said Tuesday, MPR, Pinusobeba, so Tuesday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Time with the community. Yekakaya who said time with the community beba so Ewa Madina Agogloshi on the eleventh December twenty twenty one at eight AM. Yekai Kaya who say Yeah Nyama Nyama to say Emu Angwa 
entire bag shoe. And your car car you say you appeal next week for time with the community. Yes, so that will be a call. Sister patients until for any branch house, a jail drew, mammy, you know, and then now, yeah, yeah, wedding, and so yeah, that's what I say. There will be a society meeting on the 12th December 2021. And uh, Sister Mary Andrew Busia, and so I say, I'm the donation 400 Ghana cities by for appeal for drum set, any sound equipment. But last week, a bit more pleasure for drum sets, any sound equipment, no. But just how did we see Kabaya? But you me after I sorry, my year receipts. There will be an induction service for Suma executives and new members next week, 4 December 2021. Holy Family Bible Class Subeshia after sorry, Yebeshia will be a singing band for Tnano. Any yeah, your person your baptism, any confirmation, Christmas Day. Your car come say your best year, Mr. Usu. After sorry, Mobet na baby a kwa fortnano. Offering for last week, adult offering 1,631 Ghana cities. Tithe 6,882 Ghana cities. Thanks offering 580 Ghana cities. Children's offering 134 Ghana cities, 70 pesos. Project Appeal, 930 Ghana cities. Faith Pledge, 2,450 Ghana cities. Any donation for instruments, 
and then we'll close. So today is the first Sunday of Advent. Today is the first Sunday of Advent. The color has changed. The color has changed to purple. And we are awaiting the coming, uh, commemorating the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. merit raise us to thy glorious throne amen So as we enter upon this week, gracious Father, the week ends this month of November and as well begins the month of December. We thank you for graces and we thank you for mercies. Let your providence go with us. Let us experience your presence with us. Let your peace which passes all human understanding attend upon us. Lord, be with us. Let this week be a fruitful one for us. Let your presence, Lord, go with us. Let your glory shine forth through us for us. We thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Father, and the Holy Spirit rest and abide all of us now and forever. Amen. Amen.
So until we meet again on Wednesday, peace be your portion. Thank you.